This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Hey everybody, welcome to the ear spoon. I am Fish. I am Steve. And you can find us as always at theearspoon.com on Facebook, on Twitter, on the Oops. internet. On the Instagram? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. We got thousands of uh, us posing topless. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's the ticket. I knew we'd be able to market this thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know what they say, uh, liberal sex sells, right? It's and you know who they are. Yeah. Them. Uh Brought to you by, uh, of course, uh, Serious Natural Remedies. Thank you, Serious Natural Remedies. Nice ch- conversation we recently had with Shane. We Lynn. did, and yeah. we're still assembling our our, uh, our hemp podcast. So we'll be mm-hmm. looking for that uh, in future episodes. I'm kind of excited. It's sort of a sort of a side project, exactly right. that we've uh, undertaken uh, to dispelling some myths and getting some things out. I also, want to thank Mocha Joe's. Mocha Joe's got some. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's get right into the Trump doctrine, shall we? Oh, must we? Yeah. Can I tell you a little story before we commence? Uh, please do. I want to take a sip of my Mocha Joe. So I, <laughs> I had the pleasure of being stuck overnight at O'Hare International Airport mm. recently. Oh, my God. Not only was it like living in a walk-in freezer because of the air conditioning. Oh, I, I find that obnoxious. Yeah, but 24-hour CNN. And this was two days ago. So in the, the run-up to the uh, North Korean summit thing, 24 hours of Trumpian talk oh, yeah. about Trump and by Trump, and I could not escape it. Yeah, it's tough. For the entirety of the eight hours I was overnighting there, I'm telling you, I've had about all I can take. He is like a cheese grater to my soul. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Cheese grater to your soul. Making America great again. <laughs> that kind of thing. Great. Right? I get it. Get it? Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. See what, see we what could we do something that. with that. We could. Oh, well, that's a work in progress. Yeah. We'll get back to you. Uh, let's do this. The uh, best distillation of the Trump document I heard, though, came from senior White House official. This is me cut and paste. And I'm, I wish I could mm-hmm. remember the source. Um, and to, to access uh, and, uh, and how the president was thinking. I was talking to this person several weeks ago, and I said, by the way, uh, of introduction, and I thought it might be perhaps too early to, uh, to discern a definitive Trump doctrine. This uh, top White House official uh, said, uh, yeah. no, there's definitely a Trump doctrine. What is it? The reporter asked. Trump, the Trump doctrine is, we're America, bitch. That's the Trump doctrine. We are doomed. Ow, my balls. That's all I could think of I when know. I read that. I know. I keep thinking about uh, idiocracy. And yeah. It's like, that That was not that long ago, mm-hmm. and here we are. And here we are. But it is true. The entire approach to policy and politics and human relations is, forgive me, mm-hmm. but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Hey, how about this? Fuck you. Hey, how do you like me now? Right. And Screw I, th- you you. Know, I think about the, G- the G7 summit and so forth. And you, yeah. I don't know if you saw comparing and contrasting photos of Obama hanging out, laughing, you know, kind of hugging everybody, you know, sh- uh, sleeves rolled up versus the now famous picture of Angela Merkel leaning in on the, on the infantile Trump with his arms folded in front of him. He is an utter embarrassment. And I will say this to anybody listening, and I will gladly have this conversation with you if you don't like it. But if you help to empower this 
this person yep. into office. Fuckity fuck you. Right. You are the same kind of person who allowed Adolf Hitler to ascend to power. And I'm kidding you not when I say that we are one terror event away from this moron and his acolytes taking over violently in this country. Yeah, it's it's nothing that uh, I, I don't feel as though we, we have the uh, the benefit of turning away from it anymore. I don't think that we can just say, oh, it'll be all right. We have a constitution. That's right. We have, uh, you know, we've got laws and regulations in this land. Apparently we don't. No. And you know, we can go from utter embarrassing moments like the G7, which where he walks, he walks in the middle of a, of a conversation about women's empowerment mm-hmm. and just like, hey, everybody, I'm here. And then, and, and then soon thereafter, leaves early from the entire accumulation, saying to all of our longtime allies, including Canada, who can get mad at Canada? Oh, my gosh. Sorry. So, <laughs> right. And so this is a major explosion. So anything that happens in any 24-hour cycle in any other presidency would be a major explosion. Imagine this, for example. Barack Obama standing in front of American and North Korean flags with Kim Jong-un shaking hands the conservatives in this country would have lost their minds completely oh my god larry kudlow would have had a heart attack possibly (laughs) too soon (laughs) (laughs) but and so then we have this g7 summit so then on monday what 48 hours later we're talking about you know and we just leave that behind yeah you know and he's an utter embarrassment to the entire country and its history and now now we're talking about and so people want to know oh how's the summit going i wonder what trump's gonna don't wonder. Don't normalize this shit. No, it, it's just you know, it's a photo op. Uh, somebody, uh, somebody, somebody posted something t- today that I noticed, uh, basically saying, "Well, would you rather have us just at war where Kim Jong Un would uh, drop no. a nuke on the United no. States? It's not going to happen. Not Pull relevant. your head out of your ass. No. That's not going to happen." I Listen, mean, I, look, look. All right, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I, I can't make that. I can't make that statement saying it's not going to happen. I don't know that it's not going to happen. But nothing. That that imbecile, no. Trump, will do, will prevent that. This is no. all photo op stuff, right? So that his supporters can go back to yelling, you know, no bill, no bill, right. no bell. Oh, God. Well, why do you think he's trying to, to pardon the likes of Muhammad Ali who doesn't need a pardon? Yeah. He's well, throwing, he's already been pardoned. I know. He was, the Supreme Court overturned that in 1971. But this guy, he's throwing bones to people. So right. he's throwing things out here and say, look, photo op, I was there. I'm going to have a private meeting because I'll know within a minute. But, like, I can't believe we're even talking about this. But this is not normal, and none of this should occur. This man must be removed from office as soon as possible yeah. by any means. Not by any means. Let's be reasonable. But by any political politically available legal means possible and the Republican Party is the only uh, group of people who could possibly do that right now. Yeah, right. And what did uh, who, who was it? Uh, Mitch Mitch McConnell Ew. came out and said that uh, that the Republican Party is never sure. What was it? The statement. These did are you... some of the best years the Republican conservative movement has ever had, or something to that effect. Right. And how how do you make that statement? Well, after you rip children away from their mothers, you're going to feel pretty good about yourself if you're if you're yeah, a conservative. Yeah, and I, and I especially love the cages of, of the cages children in cages uh, that, that are popping up. And I, and I hope that everybody's comfortable with that. Um, and and <sighs> yeah. I want everybody to also stop and think about the two pardons that make sense that he did were brought about by the likes of Sylvester Stallone. And Kim Kardashian. I had this conversation recently with somebody who said, well, you can't think so badly about Kim Kardashian. If no, blah, I, blah, I can. Blah. Yes, I can. And, right. the, and I think, you know what I think about in those moments with Sly and, and Kim? Lawyers who have worked their entire lives, decades and decades, 
dozens and thousands of lawyers who have worked to change justice and and uh, uh, sentencing protocols, et cetera, who've done a, who cannot access the seat of power. But because you're a famous stupid person, yeah, famous for being famous, famous Matt Sylvester Stallone, not he, knocking the pardon, he, he gave us he gave us Rocky. Great, I, fantastic. I like that movie. Oh, okay, the first one. Huh? We can let the rest of them go, though, right? If he dies, he dies. Come on. <laughs> that was <one> especially. <laughs> but here we Drago, are. Drago, come this on. Is, this, again, normalizes things. Our, our first link to Russian collusion right there. There it is. Um, but there's no way that we can say that any of this is okay. So the idea of Trump going to discuss you know, nuclear policy with Kim Jong-un, the man is not capable of discussing no. or negotiating. I, I'll know within the first couple. Well. I don't need to prepare. I don't need to prepare. I'll know by touch. What do you right. – what do you – fucking touch what are you right. are you putting you're not putting now right you're not putting right his good instincts like all the people he assembled you know for his campaign right. they're now going to jail right i mean th- this is a man that incessantly pulls out a seven iron when all he needs is a pitching wedge to use language that he can understand yeah, i have no idea what any of that means yeah, it's a distance thing pitching wedge oh, pitching wedge i get i've yeah, done that yeah. the seven iron is right you, know, you get to crack it pretty yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. all right <laughs> so sorry <laughs> i apologize it's not a pga <laughs> podcast yeah. uh but you know so and you know here we are and and you've said it before I've said it before basically if he's for it I'm just my default setting is no I agree yeah I'm with you entirely and I, I think it's a I think it's a sane and rational position to be honest with you and and I'm, I said to my wife the other day I said you know what upsets me is that that he that everybody seems to be ignoring the fact that he is uh, calling Trudeau weak. He's Marcone, oh whatever he's calling Marcone. Macron. Macron. And, uh, um, and, and he's sallying up to a dictator yeah. who kills relatives that speak ill against him. I know. I know. It's like he's murdered Are people. you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this is how he rules. I don't like you. Boom, you're dead. But again, I keep coming back to the, but what if it was Obama question? Always with any of these things. And there would be blood running in the streets from conservatives losing their minds. Constant distraction after constant distraction. Just, you can barely absorb the last horrific thing he does before he just moved on to the next thing. And it's all by design. Explain what you mean, because I think I probably agree. It's just, I am, you know me. Yeah, it it just is this organized chaos built to distract us. What's he going to say next? Let's tune in. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's a reality show, right? Right, and the, and I have to say, much of the mainstream and, press is happy to provide and, cameras. And, and the name of the reality show, unfortunately, is "We're America, bitch." Right, exactly right. But you know what gives me some solace is that high level global geopolitical conversations about nuclear war are being aided and abetted by Dennis Rodman. Oh, my God. And his potcoin.com T-shirt. Whatever. Oh, man. You know, uh, it's, oh, I, we were talking earlier, um, and I, somebody tweeted out the Chris Cuomo uh, interviewing Dennis Rodman with that tearful Dennis Rodman. Um, honest to God. And I think my response to the tweet was, did you ever walk down um, a, a boardwalk on, 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 on the Jersey Shore and say to your to your best gal, your best guy, hey, look, a caricature artist. They'll do the couple for twenty bucks, and you walk away. You go, that doesn't look anything fucking like us. Right. What is this? Who was? Right. What a waste of twenty bucks. That to me is, if you were to caricaturize Dennis Rodman, that this is what we have now. He looks nothing like himself. Accidentally, he's just a bad caricature. 
Yeah, he's pretty. But I think he's disturbed on a lot of different. Oh, levels. he is now. You know, look, I, I go go way back to Dennis Rodman's career when he was with the Detroit Pistons, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just a just hardworking. Everybody loved him. Good soul, didn't conscious rebounded. That was his job, just yeah. to grab the ball off the board and pass it to the guys who could score. Yeah. You know, and I was never a big Detroit Pistons fan, but I was always sort of a Dennis Rodman fan. You know why? Because he was sort of that blue that that blue collar player that just went out and did his job yeah. and didn't complain and then his cheese slid right off his cracker at some point in time <laughs> uh that had to do with the whole departure of chuck daly who was like a dad to him mm-hmm. all right not to go through the whole sports lineages but chuck daly was the coach of the detroit pistons at the time mm-hmm. and and the two of them were were close thick as thieves mm-hmm. really really close and chuck really took him under his wing and did an amazing job Chuck leaves. He flips his proverbial shit, and now he's hanging out with Kim Jong Un. Somehow, somehow, he has a place on the national stage, and this is what we find ourselves glued to: yeah. Dennis Rodman wearing B. Arthur sunglasses, wearing a Potcoin.com dot <laughs> <laughs> com t shirt. Yeah. All right. And and acting a fool, yeah. crying on Chris Cuomo, and he's just a horrible character of himself. And how the fuck does he get in on this conversation? We are talking about global nukes yeah. here. Yeah. Nukes, dying, right. death, evisceration. And an oppressive regime. Yeah. You know, which is now normalized with the single handshake, which now takes this despotic horrible leader who literally murders his opponents yeah as does uh, vladimir putin apparently and normalizing I heard. it and so he, you know you have to ask the question why is everything trump's doing ultimately to the benefit of russia mm-hmm. like everything saying screw you canadians you're a threat to our 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 security <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they, i know i know you you know you, you let molson triple x into our country that's right but i mean how is it that every choice that this man is making alienates our allies and empowers people that we've never really been doing business with right because they're so terrible right and here we are asking this question repeatedly and, again, normalizing this, normalizing this, normal. None of this is normal. We are in the slide. I don't know that people are really recognizing. It's my own opinion, of course. I don't think that people are really recognizing just how close we are to utter and complete implosion. Yeah. I mean, we're, 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 we're like moments away. What's going on right now really does need some focus to it. We have to pay attention to this. This is not actual good behavior that we are witnessing it is cloaked as trump the peacekeeper but trust me when i tell you he has used the office of the presidency to do nothing but profit the man is filled with hatred he uses his hatred as a bludgeoning tool and anybody who crosses him or even even suggests that he may not be right if somebody if a if a cnn reporter asks him a very legitimate relatively tame question Mm -hmm. and he starts on the you're the fake news i'm not going to talk to you he is just a vile vile and i would argue and i think i could make the diagnostic and do it point by point he is severely mentally ill he has a severe, you know, personality disorder level, and I could pick a few different ones, including narcissistic, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But he is, we are being led by a mentally ill, hate-filled man. Yeah. No. Led. This, I don't want to say led as well, if, but. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he, he's got the top slot, right? I mean, yeah. so we can call him all the names and, 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 and verbally strip him <laughs> of his power, but the fact of the matter is 
he has the power. Yeah, he does. That's the scary thing. And for right now, we still have our First Amendment rights that allow us to say he needs to be removed from office. But trust me, in a moment, if he could figure out how to just twist that Mm. amendment Mm -hmm. to favor him, he would. That's what I'm saying. If there's some sort of usurping uh, event in this country, I could see them, as did Hitler with the Reichstag fire, I could see them suspending certain given liberties and, and rights to say, like, well, we've got a crisis now. You can't really say what you want to say. You know, we're seeing it. Net neutrality is now officially over. We're seeing it in every possible way. And we're and we're what well, here's what we're not talking about anymore, because that was so long ago, like a week. Yeah. Uh, children being ripped from the arms of, of their happening. parents. You know, we're not talking about four thousand dead people in Puerto Rico. How many died in 9-11? 3,000 plus? Right. 4,000 dead Americans in Puerto Rico. Where's the conversation? Right. It's and not happening. It's not. It's not happening because it wasn't terrorists. You know, we, do, we, we can't, you can't well. blame a, an act of God because, well, that would be against the uh, evangelicals. <laughs> right. Can't blame God for that. God just does it. That's, that's, that's God's ways of pru- that's God's way of pruning the brown people. That's, yeah, I suppose that, that that would probably be the argument. My God, yeah, I'm sure. Hey, yeah. listen. When we come back, I, I want to get into uh, some 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 quotes that I I, I feel that are are somewhat. Um, uh, uh, on an uplifting Yes, note. please. All right. I feel myself yelling a lot. Yeah. So, so when, we, when we come back, uh, we, we will get into a little bit of that, and then we'll yell again. Yay. And maybe we'll even swear a little bit. <laughs> Fuck but, that. But, <laughs> but please know, it's all being brought to you by Mocha Joe's and Serious Natural Remedies. Thank you. This is Earspoon. You're home for the stuff you're thinking anyway. Hey, Steve. Yeah? You know what my favorite thing is about doing the podcast? Yes, I do. What is it? Mocha Joe's. Oh, <laughs> you know me so well. You know me so well. You know, you can just, wherever you are, you can go to mochajoes.com and order your coffee. Yeah, fantastic. Quality human beings roasting, packing, and sending coffee all day long. And they do this all right here yep. in Vermont. Yay, Vermont coffee. Yeah. Because it's the climate for growing coffee. Wait, what? Nah, not so much. But they they are fair trade folks. Yes, they are. All right, they have cool gear. Yep, the cool logo. I got a few myself. You gotta you gotta go and check it out. Most uh, Mocha Joe's Roasting Company. Find that at mochajoes dot com. I love them, and that's who powers this podcast. That's right. Couldn't do without them. Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank you. No. Thank you. No. I think this time. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. More at theearspoon.com. All right, welcome back to the Earspoon. I am Fish. And I'm Steve. Thank you to Mocha Joe's and Serious Natural Remedies. Again, as always, everything you need to know can be found at theearspoon.com. Radio when you want it. Right. How do you like that for a slug line? I kind of like it. Huh? Not bad, right? Radio is dying a slow death. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot. Want to unpack that one? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe a different podcast. Uh, We'll get into it at a a certain point in time. (laughs) 
Uh, I would like to start this half of the podcast by saying, fuck Trump. Don't say that. No. No. You know why? Because it offends people. I get that it offends people. Yeah. Um, you know, and and when, uh, you know, the, the narrative began to change uh, on that whole sentiment when Robert De Niro stepped up to the microphone at the Tony Awards and uh, it's no longer down with Trump or whatever it was. It's it's F Trump. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's like, oh, he's taking the uh, the tone of the conversation oh, down to, uh, <laughs> you know, down to that level where we need to know. We can no longer have civil discourse. When are you fucking people going to fucking wake up and fucking recognize that? There is no such thing as civil discourse. All right. Mm-hmm. This is you have to go into dare I say a Viking mentality where you arrive at an innocent village and just slaughter everybody because that's how you're going to win. I was thinking like the purple people eaters, but you mean like actual Vikings? Yeah. Okay. Like good. actual Vikings, you know Ragnar, Alan those, Page, and yeah. those guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, Fran Tarkington. <laughs> <laughs> Just just for the record, that's the second time Fran Tarkington has entered this podcast. We should make a habit of doing that in every single podcast. <laughs> scrambling Fran! So, so, you know, so he's back in the pocket, scrambling like Fran Tarkington. <laughs> Was he a Viking or a giant at the time? Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. But, so. here, but I keep coming back to this idea that, like, how can people who empowered and enabled the pussy-grabbing sexual predator nightmare who mocked a disabled reporter yeah. who has a policy of ripping children from their arms of their parents at the border. How can they say... The well, he word, even found a way to blame the Democrats I know for he that. did, I know. But everything about him is obscene. Every single utterance he makes is an obscenity. Every thought he has is an obscenity. Everything that this administration is after is an obscenity. And people are upset because an actor said... Fuck Trump. I think that needs to be screamed from the rooftops. Right. It does. And and we need to not be offended by it. You know, and then uh, so what, what is it? I have a couple of conservative friends in my in my feed and they're posting uh, uh, posting a picture of De Niro. Uh, An American disgrace. I think what are the words oh, underneath don't. it? Uh, share if you agree. Oh, so it, that last checked, it had absolutely nobody sharing it. But a lot of people just kind of going after him. And, then, you know, so, and of you course know me, they will. It's I, what they do. I, I never weigh into these conversations. But then I go and find my meme mm-hmm. about Trump and the grabbing of the pussy. And then the, the whole uh, mocking uh, John McCain, the war hero. Yeah. And, yeah. and just all the idiotic things that he said. I'm like, so where were you? Were you, were you this level of offended when, when he did this? Yeah. And some of that stuff is really hard to argue. But you know what? God damn it. They argue it. I know they do. But well, was he president at the time he made that? Uh, uh, really? Here, and here, I'm going to bring it back to my usual thing. Okay. People do not have discerning skills or critical thinking skills. They don't. And especially the people that can support this nightmare. If you voted for him at the, at the outset, you still got a great comeuppance coming to you for sure because you helped empower this. But if you can continue to support this thing, I doubt your fundamental humanity and your fundamental ability to think thoughts. Right. And that's where we're at because if you say, hey, here's this thing you said about Obama and here's Trump doing the same thing, how are these not the same? And they will find a way to subvert every form of logic and reason you can come up with. Right. Yeah, and, no, I mean, there's an argument for everything. I, look, you, you and I, if, if you know, we can defend anything. 
right? I mean, I, I, can, I can make a defense even when it's indefensible. Yeah, I can debate a, a point that I don't agree with. Right. You know, because that's, I mean, it's actually a good part of critical thinking is learning how to debate from the other side, mm-hmm. even if you don't necessarily agree with the conclusion. Right. So, I mean, so th- that's out there. And when something like that happens, they're left scrambling in the pocket. All right. Here. <laughs> Dark and <today. laughs> Thank you for picking up what I was putting down. <laughs> I like that. Um, so John McCain uh, tweeted out to our allies. Uh, bipartisan majorities of Americans remain pro-free trade, pro-globalization, and supportive of alliances based on 70 years of shared values. Americans stand with you even if our president doesn't. So a smart tweet. I don't have a problem with the tweet. Okay. Yeah. I know you have a problem with John McCain. Nonetheless, there's, some, there's somebody out there barking into the void right. that has a clear statement. But you can go down. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. As much as I wish uh, John McCain was right and Navarro's response, mm-hmm. he's not. More and more, it seems a majority of Republicans have ceded their principles or chosen to remain silent in order to stand with Trump, even though he is the antithesis of traditional Republican, American, yes. and human values. There it is. There it is. He's a he's the actual opposite of proper conservative values. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a liberal person, but I understand and respect the the classic conservative position because it has value. But this is not that, and this current Republican Party that enables this bullshit is also not that. This is, if nothing else, it's just a uh, white hot moment for them to seize power. And I'll tell you, if I see another cleverly worded tweet from a Republican fucking senator that doesn't then do something about it, right. then I'm going to lose my mind completely. All these clever tweets and fucking John McCain and, and Susan Collins and all these others that made this occur, that allowed and helped this person <clears throat> to become the president of the United States. I do not want to hear, oh, well, I tweeted about that the other day. Well, uh, that, but that's what we have devolved into. I know. Right? So we can just hit the Twitterverse. Yeah. And and I'll, you know, and just move on to the next thing. Uh, you know, honestly, I mean, and maybe it's just the mood I'm in after having spent an, a, an entire evening at O'Hare Airport and and just listening to this stuff. Uh, but I just don't know if this country even wants to get through this. Oh, it man. almost I, feels I, like we're on, like from Anthony Bourdain to others. It almost feels like the world is becoming just untenable, and this country is becoming unsalvageable. Well, it's just how people want to control the narrative. Um, here was an interesting thing. So Anthony Anthony Bourdain, let's just spend about 60 seconds on him. Mm-hmm. All right. I appreciated who Anthony Bourdain, Bourdain was. Mm-hmm. I did. He did a cool show that was somewhat entertaining. I didn't I really, to be honest with you, I wasn't like a big Anthony Bourdain fan. Yeah, I, I everything about him yeah. says that I should have been. Yeah, I, and, and after the fact, I've I've learned a lot. I don't know much about him either, yeah. but I've learned a lot about who, so, who he was. So I, I know my wife, uh, my son. They're all big fans, mm-hmm. uh, big fans of Anthony Bourdain. Just thought that he was just a super cool guy. He did these super cool things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes his program was interesting. Sometimes it was not. All right, so tragic. Whatever happened to him? Yeah, um, just shouldn't happen to anybody, regardless of, no. of 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 your level of fame or lack thereof. Sure. Uh, but then what happened? happens next so the tweets start coming out the memes start coming out you know uh a picture of anthony bourdain a celebrity dies and the world blows up 22 vets a day commit suicide and nobody nobody cares i thought the same thing you know i mean that that when i saw that i just like you know i just literally underneath it just said you know that's just inherently not true explain which isn't true that that people don't care 
Oh, yeah, 20, people care. Course, yeah. That people don't care that 22 vets a day commit suicide. Right. I care deeply about that issue. Yeah. I do. So to say that nobody cares is a blazing bullshit statement because you care. You yeah. you posted this. I don't know why. It, yeah. it, it doesn't help the argument. It doesn't do anything for the argument. Here's what does things for the argument. Mm. Listening to the progressive side of the argument that eliminates war, that yes. eliminates, yes. That eliminates yes. making a vet a vet. Uh, that actually, and if, if if the war is inevitable and has to happen, mm-hmm. that they come home to services that they need mm-hmm. that aren't just sucked up in some kind of a tax thing where you get to, you know where you get a half a pack of smokes for free a right. week. Well, you Mc, know? McDonald Douglas and all the arms manufacturers make billions of dollars, but you you as a veteran who who signed up, right? Uh, you know, tough shit for you, Charlie. Right. So and and, and so that. That's what I'm saying. Just you know, get on the whole. Let, let's change the narrative. And I, I see the point of the Anthony Bourdain thing dying, and it's true. I mean, yep. like bang for 48 hours, Anthony Bourdain, Anthony Bourdain, and mm-hmm. I get it. You know, it was it, it came out of left field. It was like when Robin Williams killed himself. Just just, that, just yeah. bang came out of left field, and you're just shocked. And I think we ha- we in the general public, depending on who you are, uh, of course feel a certain famili- familiarity, familial, family-like mm-hmm, connection mm-hmm. to our favorite stars. I mean, Robin Williams, I mean, that that was a hard one. He feels like somebody that we've known for 40 years. Well, we did. Yeah, right? but, I mean, but we didn't. I mean, that's the thing. Right, I mean, here's yeah, a man yeah. with demons and his own... Oh, I hate that word. Everybody keeps using it, demons. There's no such thing as demons. But Anthony Bourdain, the same. Here's a very successful man traveling the world, talking about the passions of being alive, but you don't know the dark corners of yeah. someone's... Stuff. You know, Anthony Bourdain had his had his bout with drugs and yeah. all that, and plus the places that he would go and visit, some dark spots that he visited. You know, yeah. so I mean that kind of stuff resonates with you. And then, and then, and then we have a president who who assigns, uh, you know, uh, I like to call him Heart Attack Kudlow, uh, you know, to to a cabinet seat. Right? Why? Because yeah. he's a conservative talk show host. Is that what he was? That's what he was. Oh, good God, friggin' idiot. Um, and well, who's next? Alex Jones? Yeah. Why not? Trudeau, uh, uh, Kudlow accused Trudeau of being a uh, betraying Trump with polarizing statements on trade policy and uh, risked making the U.S. leader look weak ahead of a historic uh, thing with uh, court. You know, this is what right. Trump did, right? And somebody else said that there's a special place in hell for the likes of Gary of Gary Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there is. That dude's very thing. <laughs> no, I may no, never no. get over it. <laughs> Uh, but really, there was a policy statement made the next day, I think it was on one of the Sunday shows, uh, that said there's a special place in hell for Trudeau. <laughs> We're talking uh, about, God, like, I mean, uh, you cannot agree with him politically, but no, there's no special place in no, hell for that there's man. Not. There's just not. But again, if somebody crosses you in any way, or even in an appropriate way, says, I don't agree with you, or, or I would like this to be different, you are, it's it's like in, in psychiatry, it's borderline personality thing, yep. where like, you're good object, bad object, and you're like, now you're all bad. You you Well, I just said no. No, you're all bad. All of you is bad. You will go to hell. And you're like, what? That's like six years old kind of stuff. Right. And here we are. Right. Okay. And and so and and then the memes get posted of you know uh, the the billionaire the, this man the picture of Trump this man left his billionaire lifestyle of to be to be dead you know to be uh, slandered to be you know making him like he's a martyr right right <laughs> right you know I mean are right. you are we freaking serious poor here? guy so this is, this sort of hits me right here is it time 
for the progressives, the Democrats, anybody who is not supporting the 70% of the people that are not supportive of this president. Right. Is it time to change the narrative? Well, hell yeah, it is. But talk to the, the formalized Democratic Party, and they'll keep pushing back on progressives who are trying to gain seats. It's not working because people progressives are still getting elected. Did you happen to see, oh, I wish I remembered her name, the woman in Athens, Georgia? Oh, boy. A, a woman of color won a, a seat last week. Uh, and and when sworn in, she put her hand on a copy of the autobiography of Malcolm X and raised her hand in a black power fist. And and, and that's legal. You can do that. You can put on any book you want, Bible, Quran, whatever. I did not know that. Oh, my God. It's just I, I, And she's got a big natural afro. Oh. And it's like, yeah, man. That <laughs> made me feel so great, oh, especially man. in a place like Georgia, got to yeah, say. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no, I mean that, that that's good. Look, you know, it it it's things like that, kneeling, uh, all this stuff oh, that just sort God. of ca- kind of creates its own, yeah. you know, and, its, its own head of steam and captures the you know forty eight uh, hours news cycle. I think that the 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 narrative needs to change to vote. That's it, and from now, and and until election day, yeah, vote. What are you going to do to get people out to vote? Not here's why we're voting. That that'd be nice. Leave that. Leave that mm-hmm. to the candidates. Yeah. The rest of us collectively need to say, okay, uh, are you going to vote? Well, yeah, you know, if not, if it rains, you know, right. if it's a cloudy day, I don't, right. you know, if it's sunny, I, I have a, you know. Yeah. So come on, I'll give you a ride. Right. All right. Yeah. I have I have three open slots in my car. Who's coming with me? But look what the, the Supreme Court just enforced and and ratified. Something that would knock people off the voting polls. We want more people voting. But the Supreme Court, thanks Neil Gorsuch, this guy who should never have been on the Supreme Court because they rejected Obama's nomination and never even uh, had hearings for him. But this conservative person helped pass this that says, oh, we want to make sure that it's harder for people to vote. What the hell are we? Between that and Citizens United, this is, I'm sorry, you could argue that it's, it's never coming. been a democracy, but this is no democracy like any other any other country would recognize it as no. such. Not at all. And so here we are. And so, you, yes, I agree with you. Vote by all means. But we need to do a whole lot more than that. And it's not tweeting. Right. You know, I, Doesn't count. I'm a big fan of the idea of a national strike where everybody just stops participating in this bullshit. Yeah, yeah just I mean, good, stop. Good, good luck doing that. I mean, what, I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Chris Rock once uh, was talking about it, and this was years ago. This is be, before we even got to this level mm-hmm. uh, of social interaction on on the internet. Um, had said, you know, today a million man march wouldn't. It's, it's, not, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. You know, because two million people will will post something on Facebook, and a hundred people will show up. Yeah. That's not going to get it done. No, no, not at all. That's what I'm saying, though. I do agree that voting is a critical piece, mm-hmm. but November is a long ways away, and you know a lot will happen between now and then. And I think we need to stop normalizing and acting as if this is business as usual. It is simply not. Our country is on fire right now, and to ignore it, it means an inevitable outcome. Yeah. Yes, vote. Please do, by all means, and encourage everyone you know to get out there and vote. It's a shock to me how few people actually will vote. But there is so much more going on than the, the you know, people do it every time the, the elections come around. Well, I voted. Like, what else are you doing? What are you doing in your community? What right. are you doing to raise awareness? What are you doing? Who are you contributing your money to if you have any money to contribute? And, and I'm sorry, Facebook trolling and spatting doesn't count. 
No, no. I've and believe me, on the other side of, of a few days off. Sometimes it feels good. It, oh yeah, I I'd still get yep. in there and joust with people, but I'm doing a lot less of it and, and planning on doing even less than that. Yeah, you know, because uh, and the other piece is I keep coming back to is again I can get up and as quite clearly I can get up and, and get kind of yelly about a lot of things and feel strongly, but I I want to be a person that's sowing peace in the world and that's that's trying to reach across. I don't think some people are available that way, so I don't bother. Mm-hmm. But I think I I want to fight less with people. Yeah, you know. I mean, I think that's normal. I hope so. Yeah. But we were just, we started this with fuck Trump, right? <laughs> so, we? like, yeah. Uh, or or Stormy Daniels, by the way, said something really clever on Twitter. Did you see this? No. She said, uh, well, maybe I did. I'll paraphrase uh, something to the effect of, like, uh, Robert De Niro, if people follow your advice, they'll be sadly disappointed. Oh. <laughs> something <laughs> like that. But I'm saying, like, I, I like De Niro's stalwart, loud, yeah. profane for a reason mm-hmm. uh, sort of shout from the, from the rooftop. But, and, and I think Trump is one of those people who is just not available to negotiation or, or, yeah. or softening. But for the average person, uh, you know, even around gun discussions and so forth, I'm really kind of t- – I'm exhausted – from the the fight, yeah, you know the fighting it, it, it wears you down. Yeah, and I'm trying to not be that guy if at all possible. Life is brief, and grateful to be on a water planet with a protective gas bubble around it. <laughs> so get out and vote. Yeah, that's where we'll leave you today. So uh, thanks for tuning into the podcast. It's yeah. the Earspoon found at theearspoon.com. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Mocha Joe's. And certainly mm-hmm. like Mocha Joe's on the Facebook. Mocha and I Joe's. think they have a Twitter. And I'm sure Serious Natural Remedies also right. has their own Facebook page. They can uh, be found at seriesremedies.com, yep. mochajoes.com, theearspoon.com. I've been Fish. I've been Steve this whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Well, you, there's a moment. You but do, but you, you do your Steve best. I was channeling. I don't know who. I was channeling Dennis Rodman. How about that? <laughs> I get you your pot coin T-shirt. God. This is Earspoon. You're home for the stuff you're thinking anyway. Wow.